everybody. I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vanessa Vitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, the largest statewide business association in the nation. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They do home, auto, and workers comp, and they're the official sponsor of the show. Awesome. Just a housekeeping matter, too, before we get this train rolling. This podcast is available just about anywhere you can get a podcast. That's iTunes, Google Play, Amazon's TuneIn. We even throw these things up on YouTube if you'd rather watch than listen. But no matter how you check out the show, show it some love. Give it that like. Give it that comment. Give it that five-star review if you're watching on Amazon or iTunes or Amazon. If you can review it anywhere, give it that five-star review anywhere you can review it. Helps each network's respective algorithm find more awesome listeners who are a lot like you. So with all that out of the way, our awesome guest today is Jim Mooney of Minuteman Press. Jim, say hi. Let the audience hear your voice. Hi, everybody. Great to see you. Uh, Thank you for having me here today. Oh, it's our pleasure. Absolutely. All right. So today's uh, icebreaker. What are you currently binging? It can be food, music, movies, television. For, for us, it tends to be television, but not always. So who wants to go first? I mean, to be fair, I'm always binging some kind of food. I just choose <laughs> not to like out myself on this show for that. You know, the day that you introduced the concept of cookie butter into my life is a day that I will never forget. I have still never tried it, and I it needs to stay that way. I can't Jim, ever- have you ever heard of cookie butter? I have not heard of cookie butter. So, so think peanut butter, but instead of crushed up peanuts, it's crushed up cookies. Oh, um, wow. It is <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> unbelievable. Like I remember, I think it was Stephanie Real, shout out to her, um, former coworker at NJBIA who introduced me to the concept. And we had a jar of it. And it was the sort of thing where I left it on the counter for weeks, you know, whatever it was without touching it. And then one day I just took like a little spoon and I was like, what's this? And Within that weekend, it was gone. Like I, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a very dangerous. dangerous, a very very fattening. But yeah, very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. anyway, Jim. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm happy to go. And uh, I, I like Kate's response with the last one, books, which I would have never thought of as binging. That's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know if I would call it binging. But there is a uh, program that's back on that I absolutely love, which is Better Call Saul. Oh. <gasps> Love Better Call Saul. Yeah, and I like to call it uh, Breaking Bad Light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> while it has a Breaking Bad-esque kind of a feel to it, 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 there's some humor to it. It's not as intense. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, Paul was definitely the, the comic relief on Breaking Bad. And it was absolutely. interesting when he got his own show, I assumed it was just going to be a straight comedy. But it really it's retained as much of that Breaking Bad dramatic yes. feel as it could while still featuring a comedic character in the lead. So that, that's really cool. So yeah. it just started again on Monday and the first uh, round is a two and a half hour, almost movie. It's just incredible. Uh. <laughs> um, is it the last like, season that just started? Is it this ending? Is the last season, yeah. Man. And I, I mean, Bob Odenkirk does just an amazing job. I love and, him. Uh, um, Kim Wexler, uh, Rhea, uh, Seahorn. was amazing too. Yeah. They're, they're just great. And Mike and Goose. Yeah, Goose the guy Tom who plays Mike Ermintrout. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> Love him. But, uh, other other um, shows that, that we did semi bins are like Yellowstone in 1883, which were great um, with the Dutton family. And what I wanted to recommend as we were coming on to the, the show today is the movie Coda is just tremendous. 
just I, won the, uh, really, the Oscar for I, Best Picture. Yeah, absolutely deserved. Probably one of my favorite films of all time. And no. um, completely Coda? deserved. Yeah. It's just, I've actually watched it twice already. It's it's just, it's incredible. What's it about? It's, in... oh, it's children with uh, deaf adults, basically. So uh, the, the the young woman in the in the in the film, she's a high school student that has uh, two parents that are deaf, and then her brother as well. They own their own um, fishing uh, boat, you know, vessel uh, company, basically. So she helps her her brother and her father on on the boat, and it's just all the trials and tribulations and everything that she's going through to try to, you know, ultimately get into college. And uh, it's just, and if you're not crying at the end, you have no heart. <laughs> I watched it twice and I cried both times. <laughs> oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's I definitely really wanted to see it because it's it's an Apple exclusive, right? So I am, um, yeah. I, I wanted to go on, you know, I, I don't subscribe to the iTunes Plus, but I figured if it's an Apple exclusive, I could at least buy it on iTunes. But that wasn't the case. You really do have to subscribe to their, however much a month it is, network. So yeah. I, I like I, I like to say, like I, I have certain networks where I'm not subscribed, but I have things building up on there that I want to watch. And then if I want to go in one month, pay the thing to, you know, binge. It'll be Severance and that that I, I want to check out. So yeah. I haven't seen. So I've started to watch Severance. Yeah, so that's available on that. It is on Apple uh, Plus. I yeah. think the Beatles' um, uh, Let It Be was on Apple Plus as well, and that was amazing. No, that was Disney Plus. Oh, that was Disney. You're right. So. Yeah. That was amazing too. Don't you just love how you have to keep track of like eight little networks in order yeah. to uh, stay abreast of all these shows? Exactly. <laughs> Kate and I were actually just talking about Netflix because you know you mentioned I like to do the thing where you know I, I um I, I cancel the the subscription for a little while, come back when there's enough stuff. Netflix has been publicly kind of imploding because they had um it was a, a stock drop and a subscriber drop follow. It, right after they had announced a price hike, an introduction of ads, and um, what was the other thing? A crackdown on password changing. And it's just like, you can't you can't keep taking your clients for granted and expect us to stick around, especially now, like I said, that there are eight different networks that I have to subscribe to, you know? And yeah. not only that, but the more people cut the cord with like traditional cable, the more the the, the networks have their own streaming platforms so then the content, the catalog on Netflix just gets smaller and smaller and smaller because they're moving, yeah. like all of like NBC shows are moving to Peacock and all of the right. CBS shows are moving to Paramount or whatever the hell, whatever their personal streaming is. Yeah, it's true. They're, yeah. they're all moving. I mean, what is going to be the point of Netflix soon? Yeah, they lost all the Star Wars and Disney stuff and then their own stuff. They've been canceling, what was it? they canceled Glow, they canceled Fuller House. They canceled, and... um, oh my, Santa Clarita Diet. Great, great. That one burned. <laughs> I know. I'm so I'm so mad about that. It's crap. And then there are just they, stuff that hasn't come back yet, like Black Mirror. I, that, it's uh, been years since I saw a new season of that. I, I don't know. The one just, I'm waiting for on Netflix is uh, Peaky Blinders, another amazing yeah. show. That's I've heard of that one. What's that one? I got I got to watch well, something to get my subscription worth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, Peaky Blinders, it's uh, it's basically in Birmingham, England, and it's it's essentially the mafia, essentially in in England, um, and all the it's it's just it's very intense. It's, cool. it's these are they're pretty they're pretty uh, it's pretty rough, <laughs> but it's a great show. It's, I think it's into about season five or six now. 
But they I only do like six shows a, a year, but yeah. Yeah, I've heard great things about it, but I've never I've never sat down and started it, but I've, I've heard great things. But you actually stole mine. My, I'm currently binging Better Call Saul as well, because when the new season dropped, last season finally got added to Netflix. So before I do season five, before I watch it, I went back six. and I, I started. No, season six is on AMC right now, right? right? Yeah, so I thought that's what you meant yeah. before I start that. I'm no, gonna watch I haven't, no, because you know, they don't they don't put the last season onto Netflix until the new season drops. So I haven't seen season five yet. But anyway, mm. I'm rewatching from the beginning Better Call Saul. And I forgot how funny, how good, how smart. <laughs> oh my God, it is just fantastic. And it reminded me, um, so I... Have you seen it already? Or are you rewatching it? Or are you watching it from the beginning for the first time? So what I did was I was all the way up through season five. Okay. Um, but what I did the other night before the new season came on, I watched the last episode. Good. Because, okay. you know, it's like two or three years ago. Like, exactly. Yeah, I'm that's trying to remember I'm... everybody and everything. And it's like you go through all these shows. Yeah. <laughs> like... That's why I'm rewatching. So the other night I, I was watching and the episode came on that Vinny four years ago, I guess, when we were prepping to get ready to launch this podcast, yeah. we had a meeting where we were like checking the levels and we sat up in one of the small conference rooms at NJBIA and we were just talking about nothing, anything. And Better Saul <laughs> Better Call Saul came up and that episode <laughs> where Gus was just a master class of leadership where he his you know, employees had just been terrorized, and he was like, "Yeah, it was so good." It totally yeah, brought me back to that moment. It was like it was Hector Salamaca came into the yeah. restaurant and was um, yeah. intimidating everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I love um, that show. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I um, I what I really hate about AMC is that if you don't watch something quickly enough, they take it off of that um, like the free thing. So I think I'm just gonna watch. I'm gonna pay for I don't know a couple months of AMC Plus because I'm pretty behind on The Walking Dead at this point too. Mm. So maybe I can pick up the subscription to AMC Plus, um, binge the last season of The Walking Dead, and then get caught up with uh, the new it's season of Call Saul. Yeah, it's a good idea. What are you What are you binging right now, Ben? So I can't remember if it was our last episode or the one before that because we actually recorded a few of these out of order. But Jim O'Connor from um, CBiz recommended mm -hmm. Wrecked to us. And so I I started checking that out because I'm a huge Lost fan and Wrecked was supposed to be kind of like a parody of Lost. And it is, but um, I finished it. It it was funny. It was cute. I watched it all the way through. What I was kind of bummed out about was that it, it it left out all the things that I really love about Lost, you know, the the mysteries and the supernatural stuff. And it was just some people on an island. <laughs> so it was basically <laughs> Um, but I was really disappointed because it it got canceled, so it didn't have like let's say the official ending, which was really kind of a bummer because this show could not have cost much at all to make. You know, it was just some no name actors on a beach in the Bahamas. Or yeah, whatever. there were no costume changes. Yeah, there was no like food to fake and prepare. Yeah, <laughs> just... nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Great. But anyway, I'm not going to give too much about that away because I know that Kate still hasn't finished it. She's been watching it too. So we'll talk about that on another one. But in the meantime, Jim, tell me a little bit about Minuteman Press. So have you ever seen like that unbelievable direct mail piece or that cool lawn sign out there? 
or the embroidery work that gets done or a pen uh-huh. or cool yeah. aluminum cards like these. Aluminum? Oh. <laughs> and you think to yourself, yeah, it's aluminum. And you think to yourself, <laughs> who prints that? Well, I'm Jim Mooney. I'm the owner of the Minuteman Press in Westfield. We're a full service uh, printing, mailing, and design house. Um, we're here to, you know, we pretty much print anything that you um, can put a logo on. Fantastic. Cool. And you, you actually just did our updated name badges at NJBIA, I think. So I was wearing some yeah. of your handiwork. Not yeah, that I was going to say, it's not often that I get to say that I've worn some of the uh, yeah. work of our guests <laughs> on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, we did. And thank you for that job. We really appreciated that. So yeah. Thanks. Well, it's nice to have really quality work being done by somebody that you trust and that you know really well and that's a member. It's awesome. How long have you been, how long have you been doing that? It's a while now, right? Um, so we're almost on four years uh, that we opened the shop in Westfield. We opened up in June of 2018. Um, what made you want my, to do that? Yeah, so my career, 30-year uh, career, was um, mainly in uh, advertising and marketing, so multi-unit uh, retail franchise organizations, essentially. Um, the uh, longest span that I, I spent was with McDonald's Corporation. I worked on both the agency, ad agency side, as well as the the company side, and so um, you know my journey. Do we have you to blame for all that um, annual monopoly stuff? That's correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now there's actually a whole monopoly team that handles that out of uh, corporate, um, which used to be in Oak Brook, Illinois, and is now in downtown uh, Chicago. They actually bought the old um, Oprah Winfrey Studios, and that's where the main office is now. But there's a whole monopoly team that handles all that. It's pretty amazing mm. stuff. But um, the reason that I, my journey of looking into a franchise started back in 2017 and took almost about a year to, to decide. I was looking at several brands. Um, Minuteman uh, is basically in my wheelhouse. I come from a, gra- I'm not a graphic designer, but a graphic design production background. So the way that we view our Minuteman practice in Westfield is a small agency without the broadcast side. So we do everything but you know TV and radio essentially. Um, so it, it's very comfortable to me. And um, my son and I run the shop together. So he's responsible for all the um, production and operations of the shop. Um, like this, I'm responsible for the business development and marketing and advertising and the state knows all the networking that goes on. <laughs> yeah, that's how uh, you and I met, networking. Yes, yeah, and, uh, various groups, so yeah. Um, but anyway, that's, that's why I got into the business. Um, and Minuteman's a great organization to work with. It's, it's always voted the top print um, company uh, in the franchise world, and um, they're, they're, they're great partners. And, uh, you know, it's been a great four years uh, so far. So. That's so cool. I was in a uh, a print shop a few years ago, and it, it was it was kind of like the same kind of concept. Um, and I was amazed at the kind of stuff that people had ordered logos on. Have you ever had like a weird order like that? Like somebody just wanted their their logo on something bizarre? Um, yeah, I mean, actually, we just got a request for one the other day where they want they wanted the logo, but they wanted to then take it and sew it on the pillows and stuff. So they just <laughs> they just wanted the logo. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, we've we've done a lot of different things. Obviously, we print a lot of a lot of different um, items. I thought one of the uh, more recent cool ones that we did was um, they are fireproof, waterproof bags for um, spe- you know special documents essentially, and they hold up to a, a hundred different documents in there um, that, that we put a logo on. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, we've done it on whiskey glasses for uh, different clients. We've branded our own um, wine glasses, uh, cutting boards, uh, pizza cutters. Sorry, while you're going through this list, I'm trying to imagine a situation where I would need my documents to be fireproofed. Like I'm imagining myself like dropping my briefcase into a fireplace. But but the waterproof I get. (laughs) Well, it's for like special, you know, um, HR type documents that the the client, he's an HR specialist. And it's really to, to... you know, like as opposed to having a firebox, it's a fire bag. And obviously, okay. in, in case you unfortunately had a flood in your home or, you know, a fire, this would this would help protect it. So I thought that was really amazing. And he's basically given them away with the documents to his clients. So uh, pretty cool stuff. That is okay. really cool. It's probably way less expensive than a fire safe, which is, I mean, I have a fire safe and, but I, and I never heard of a fire bag, fire and flood. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just you know, and it, like I said, it it it's, it it holds up to about a hundred like pieces of paper or so. Um, so it, it's pretty substantial. You know, it's a standard you know nine by twelve mm-hmm. um, size, and it's just you know it's a zippered top and all. It just I thought really cool. You know, I just thought that was pretty unique. That's really so. cool. Yeah, hundred percent. So I've known the Minuteman brand for like twenty years. I've I've seen the franchise around all over the the country and the world i had no idea until i met you that it does more than just paper printing like the the giveaway items and the like that's just amazing to me i had no idea yeah there's a lot of as i like to call it in last year's word that my word for the year was streams um so look revenue streams as well as fly fishing streams that's what i was going after last year I didn't hit too much on the fly fishing last year, but I did. We did have some some new revenue streams come in, and and that's basically what Minuteman set up to do, because you not only have the paper based products, but you have promotional products. You have apparel like I'm wearing here. You have you know signage and and graphic uh, you know banners and lawn signs, and there's just so many opportunities um, with the brand. Um, we're and, you know, you say the term full service and we pretty much are full service, um, you know, in, in that regard. So you mentioned the uh, the lawn signs. It, it actually didn't occur to me until the past presidential election. And we won't talk about the past presidential election, <laughs> but during the past presidential election, right. I saw so many signs both sides of the aisle on yep. just about every lawn. It actually for the first time made me stop and think like, I wonder who's making all these, you know, like they, they got to be pulling in a killing during these kinds of things. Yeah. So we do. Yeah. We do a lot of political signs. Um, obviously when there's a heated, you know, election in a, in the town, and, you know, there's going to be, a, there's going to be a lot more signs, um, but we do, we work with um, various candidates and um, across, you know, different parties. So um, And yeah. it's not even just the, the elections and the candidates. I know, um, in my community, we're we're close enough to where they planned the the Penny's pipeline to be that just about every house in my community had a sign about that, one way or the other, let's say. Yeah. So 
it, that yeah, could yeah. be like a year round thing. That's not even just like an election period kind of a deal. So, so we did that and, and like, so just some other uses for lawn signs um, are the school graduation. So we just did it for uh, an entire high school uh, in Monmouth County. Uh, we wow. printed all their, their lawn signs for all the graduating seniors. Um, as well as we just work with a national um, education company for their, um, basically they wanted to do a hiring day that they did across the country. And we, we, we printed uh, 800 plus signs that got shipped across 12 different states throughout the US. And um, they had a terrific now hiring day. Um, they, they brought in something like 200 plus candidates um, over, over the 170 schools that these went out to. So pretty amazing stuff. That's incredible. Pretty cool. Yeah. Do you guys design and print or is it just where I have my design, I send it to you and you put it on? So we can work both ways. Yes, we do design. Um, my son is the graphic designer um, as well as the production person like I was saying early on. So we can design um, as, as part of the uh, program. But, you know, some folks come to us and they say I have, you know, print ready art and that's fine too. Um, you know, either way works for us um, in, in either regard. That's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, okay. we're going to do something different. And welcome back. And we are now going to ask a second get to know you question, which today is brought to us by Oxygen Benefit Solutions. That question is, if you could bring back any food, candy, or restaurant that isn't made anymore, what would it be? I know what Anybody mine have is. an answer for this? <laughs> <laughs> I know well, what I, mine um, is, but I actually ahead. was thinking about this because um, mine came true. So for years and years, um, they stopped making Oreo cereal. I thought um, you were going to say the Oreo it, thing. Oreo O's, like that is that is the biggest. Um, I don't even. It was like one of the biggest heartbreaks in my life when they stopped making that. Oreo O's was basically just Oreo cookies in a box that they kind of tried to pass off as a cereal. cereal. <laughs> you know, it was it was phenomenal. I'm sure it was super super fattening, and um. Finally, they were just like, we can't do this anymore. You know, this is awful. So they stopped. And I, I was heartbroken because I love that cereal so much. <laughs> and um, I found out they were still making it in South Korea because they don't have the same kind of concerns for life, I guess, that we do. So I imported a few boxes from there. But um, years later, they, yeah, I totally did. <laughs> I imported some boxes. It was It was more expensive than you would think but not as expensive as, you know, it could have been. Wow. So I think it was like in the ballpark of $20 a box. And I didn't do this that often. It was like once okay. or twice just to be like, hey, you know, it's it's cool that this thing that I wish was still out there is still out there. But I think they actually did bring Oreo O's back um, a couple of years ago. I don't know if it's still on the market anymore, but yeah, like mine came true. So, hey, everybody out there have dreams they can come true, okay? That's amazing. Yeah. Jim, what about you? So, so it was, it's funny, um, I, you know, growing up, loved lunch meat, grew up in Philadelphia, so we, we ate a lot of lunch meat. And one of the ones that I loved growing up was chicken roll. And recently I went to, uh, to a deli to order it and they're like, we no longer make that. I don't know why, but it doesn't get made anymore. At least that place didn't. 
Is that no, like chicken roll? It's like no, it's like it's like uh, you know, as if you would cut a piece of bologna, you know, like a slice. It's like it's slices like of ch it was all deli meat. Yeah, it was it like chicken roll, and it was like. You yeah, know, it's I, funny I that I never even considered that. Like you, know, you go to the deli and they don't do that, and you wonder why. Like every other kind of meat gets sliced up. I yeah, right. wow. I'm mean, chicken does, but a chicken roll itself, I guess there were just so many additives to it that they they, they discontinued uh. it. Yeah, you um, can definitely so, buy chicken deli meat, but not yeah. the roll the way like <laughs> yeah. make, like bologna in that way. Mm. Wow, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, and I would make you know, growing up in Philly, you had Stroman bread, and you had Hellman's mayonnaise, and you had chicken roll <laughs> a sandwich. And I love, I love chicken roll sandwiches growing up. The other one that I was thinking of that my wife would probably say, and I think it still is made, but tab soda, um, tab. precursor oh, yeah. to Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we drank a lot of tab in college. So <laughs> I guess I'm you young enough to make it. Had uh, my only real knowledge of the brand was that they made an off, um, just like a random one-off joke about it in Back to the Future, because he goes back to the 50s and he asks the the guy behind the desk, like, can I get a tab? And he's like, well, you have to buy something before I yeah. get a tab for you, you know? Yeah. And I, as a kid, I didn't get that joke because I was like, what, what's tab? I don't know. You know? Right, right. I mean, obviously, Diet Coke destroyed tabs. Yeah, of course <laughs> I mean, it did. You know, it's probably the top brand in... in and soda beverages, so. So but, funny. Uh, I, I remember when Tab came out, but I, I didn't drink, so I wasn't allowed to drink soda. <laughs> so right. I did not know that it was different from Coke and why, but I knew that a lot of the ladies that my mom hung out with drank Tab, and I just thought it was like a fancy, chic kind of beverage. Of course, now it makes perfect sense. It's the yeah. Diet Cola. Right, yeah, and I, I mean, I love Diet Coke. It's, pretty much what I drink you know I don't I don't drink coffee I just drink Diet Coke so oh my god That's so, <laughs> oh my gosh and it was it was dangerous working at McDonald's I bet it was. Was we had a fountain in the office it was amazing oh, dang <laughs> yeah, yeah. did you ever sleep how much how much do you drink a day <laughs> I actually I have actually cut back on the number that I drink I probably have two or three a day probably that's a lot yeah. I'm talking more canned kind of thing so. okay okay that's fair yeah, zero calories, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so mine would be this thing called uh, Chop Chop Chicken Salad. It used to be at this restaurant called Church Street Cafe in Montclair, and the restaurant went away, and so the 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 dish went away. But it was so good because it was uh, a lettuce salad that was mostly cabbage. So you could like get it to go, drive it all the way home. And you know how like you have to eat salad pretty quickly or else the lettuce gets wilted? This didn't yeah. happen. Like you, the dressing would be all mixed in and like all together. The cabbage was still perfectly crisp and beautiful. And the chicken was, even the chicken was kind of cold at that point. It was still a great, great salad. And I mourn it to this day. When did the place close? Like 10 years ago. Oh, okay. So not, okay. Yeah, yeah, It's gone, gone. Rest in peace, right? I know. <laughs> no. There's no, there's no good transition from this to the next thing. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say it. Um, at this point in the show, we like to ask questions um, about advice that you might give to your younger self. What do you think you have in that regard? 
Yeah, one thing, and you know, as I look at uh, getting into this business with Minuteman Press, it's something that I would have said to myself even, you know, prior to this. I would have done more networking in my life, um, oh. external networking. Now, when I say that, and I get, again, you know, working for McDonald's, I give them all the credit in the world for my development. We did a lot of networking, but it was all internal. So that's actually where I learned the art of networking was really through McDonald's because we would have you know, committees that would go to boards that would go to co-ops. So you were talking with folks along the way, um, you know, uh, to make sure that a, a given program was going to, to pass, you know, a strategic, you know, marketing program. But the one, the one wish that I had, and I would say to anybody that's starting, um, either with a franchise or their own business, I would say I would get out ahead of it. I would get out ahead of time and start networking up front. I didn't actually start joining networking groups until we opened in June of 2018. So literally June of 2018 was when I started. So I just wish I had planted seeds ahead of time, you know, to, to build up the anticipation that we were going to be opening, you know, our door come June 1st. And that would be the advice I would give. And I mean, Kate knows I'm, I'm in a multiple, multiple networking groups and that's essentially how we've grown our business um, yeah. through the, through those, um, through those uh, networks. Um, I also did early on through the training of Minuteman, I would go door to door and do sales that way, you know, to all the retail locations around Westfield. I'll be honest, it's not my cup of tea, essentially. Um, Cold calling and, is hard. And that's why I went back to, I, I, you know, I thought to myself, what did I learn at McDonald's? And what I learned was how to network, even though, again, it was only internal. We were in constant communication with our with our owner operators about a given program. And I thought, you know, where do people most want to um, have communication and where are they open to the, that communication? That's when you go out to a networking group. And what I find, you know, the, the morning networking groups are more business focused. People are ready to do business. And like last night I was at a, at a networking event and it's more social, you know, you're, you're, you're having a, a beverage with with colleagues friends clients and you're just catching up and it's just keeping your name out there um and, and again that's that's really how we have grown our business um over the last four years yeah Top speaking of, of a door-to-door retail do you guys have a retail location we do yeah we're located in uh westfield new jersey we are on south avenue uh 334 south avenue east um in in westfield so we're on the on the south avenue side of, of westfield cool so sorry i i realized as i was asking that that i cut off kate so what were you saying i'm sorry no i was just gonna say i i was just gonna say that cold calling is really really hard and so the networking piece is so key because it's the that old phrase that it's not what you know it's who you know isn't as true as it's who knows you you want yeah, to be that's top of mind when somebody needs something. Like when, when we needed, when the next time we need name badges, you're going to be top of mind because I see you once a month, twice a month at these networking events. It's, uh, yeah, so it's not the... Um, that's so true. Who knows you? You want to be you top know, of mind. A, a couple of things along that line. Uh, one of the executive directors of one of the networks I belong to said that exact thing to me. He's like, you're here all the time. You're top of mind. You know, we're going to think of you, you know, to, to ask for quotes on jobs. That's right. Um, the other thing I did uh, recently, I belonged to another group that um, 
I, I'm the education uh, coordinator. And I did a presentation on what I like to call the no sale sale, essentially. I try not to go in, you know, hardcore sales. I try to find something out about the person and talk about that. And I used to do that at McDonald's all the time. I didn't necessarily walk up to an operator and say, how are your sales? Because it's like, that's the last thing they want to hear. I'd, I'd find out if they like golf or fishing or yeah. a certain sports team. And I would talk about that instead. So I would just deflect the whole conversation away from the sale, even though, and I was just building that relationship. And as we all know, it's about building relationships and keeping that trust bank because you never know who you're going to have to call on. That's right. One of the things I like to say is small talk as long as possible, because small talk is what will get you deeper into the relationship and it'll get that's you to true. big talk. That's great. That's, I love that. That's yeah. great. And that's basically what I try to do. You're right. It's like, I try not to be hardcore. I mean, sometimes, sometimes people want to pull it out of you. They want to, oh, how much does this cost? Or what's that? You know, I know. And that's fine. I'm okay to talk about it, but I try not to hit it head on. So. Yeah, same. It's a good strategy. I, I agree. Well, let's say somebody has you top of mind. How do they get a hold of you to uh, take advantage of some of this? So um, we have, uh, you can call us at the shop, 908-857-4644, or uh, on our website. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can Google Minuteman Press Westfield because the website is like ridiculously long. Work on um, that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I tried, trust me. But uh, yeah, we're on we're in South Avenue in Westfield. Um, you know, uh, we do we do have a website, and um, yeah, and obviously we have we have a telephone. Believe it or not, we actually have a landline, which most people don't have anymore. So <laughs> fantastic! All right, I think that that is our show. Thank you so much to our listeners, especially our subscribers. We so appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home auto and check and workers comp. So check them out if you need some updated coverage. And finally, thank you to Jim Mooney of Minuteman Press for joining us today. Thank you. Thank it you. It was a pleasure. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye.